Welcome, Fright fans! In today's episode, we will be discussing 2008's The Strangers and rebranding one of our favorite phrases to Was it great or was it 2008? Unfortunately, I was the only one who watched this movie in 2008, so this phrase only applies to me this time. Written and directed by Brian Bartino and starring Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman, this movie has some of the elements that scare me the most. Random acts of violence and a not happy ending. I don't see many movies in the theater when they come out, so it's possible that what I view now as super dramatic read better when I was in a crowded theater. I'll never forget the collective gasp in the audience when we all saw the man in the mask standing behind Liv Tyler's character unbeknownst to her. But re-watching this movie for the podcast, it just felt heavy-handed, and I definitely had a huge eye roll at the very end, which I didn't remember at all. So join us now as we discuss what worked for us and what didn't, as well as who we think was in the wrong when it came to that failed marriage proposal. Welcome to Fright Pub. Welcome to Fright Pub. Intoxicatingly good heart podcast. You fucked it up. I always yeah. fuck it up. That's why I don't it's like just doing it. An intoxicating horror movie podcast. An intoxicatingly. No, it's just an intoxicating horror movie podcast. Oh, there because it is. we are intoxicating. You're intoxicating. God, get over Let's yourself. Okay, for those that listen to the intro, I will not. That's true. For those that listen to the intro today, we're doing the Strangers, the May thirtieth, two thousand and eight. May 30th. <laughs> yeah, but I really? looked it up. Yeah. Directed by Brian Bertino. I thought you were going to say De Palma and I was going to no. walk out of here. No, I know. Right? No, no, no. This one's the figure skater. What's all it's different. Over my shirt. Brian Bertino. <laughs> Brian. What would Brian that's Bertino boy, do if he were here right Tano. now? I'm sure he'd kill a dude or two. That's what Brian Bertino do. Um, starring Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman. Yeah. So, otherwise known uh, as ridiculously good looking Dave Feldman. So, Liv Tyler uh, walked into a bar. Uh huh. Okay. Bartender says, "Why long face?" Shut. That's ugh. Why? Is there more to this? No, no. that's it. That's it. That's okay. it. It's a, a horse walks into Liv a bar. Tyler's got a horse face. Welcome to Liv Tyler's got a horse face. The joke, the musical. We pitched this. Originally well, she also in she also summoned the water horses in Fellowship of the Ring for no reason. But whatever. Well, she summoned him in fucking the book for no reason. No, she didn't. It was Glorfindel who brought the water horses. Is this the whole goddamn no, reason you're against I'm Liv sorry. fucking Tyler? I'm sorry. Glorfindel took Frodo across the river. There is a specific uh, man. Elrond. Who's mad right now. Elrond. Hey, I know and him. Gandalf. His name's Tim. Made the water horses. He's mad right now that you're mad at Liv Tyler for fucking up that movie. No. I'm not. I'm not mad at her for fucking up that movie. <laughs> Why are you mad? I'm at mad her? at Peter Jackson for fucking up that movie. But I there know you that you habitually dislike Liv Tyler. You disliked it's, her it's in the fantastic she's... movie Armageddon. <sighs> there you dislike. There it is. I knew it. <laughs> so <laughs> no, Liv Tyler is not good good she's not good she's not good at her job she's not you good. do that sometimes you like search for the word but i know you're gonna say good yeah she's not good well i liked her in empire records i didn't 
Okay. I didn't like Empire Records. I wish that movie never existed. No. Yeah. God damn, Liam. That movie Liam. was a huge part of my childhood. How could yes. you say that shit? Fuck that entire movie. Are you okay. kidding? I'm not even close there to kidding There was a whole you. time where you had to pick a fucking a person that you were going to be as your personality no. from Empire Records. Did you miss that? I did. Who you were you why? from Empire Records? Because Lauren? I was busy watching The Breakfast Club, which is infinitely better. Ooh. Ooh, I don't you're know gonna, if I was anybody in Empire Records. Empire Records is for people who weren't cool enough to like The Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, my god. No, that's I liked me. both of them that's though. A good, what does it no, say? No, that's a good way to describe me. <laughs> Lauren, you're cool enough to like The Breakfast Club. But I didn't. But you're just a little too young. Yeah. I did see The Breakfast Club done up as D&D classes and that made me like it more. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, no, like the if if you'd already seen The Breakfast Club when you saw Empire Records, Empire Records was unequivocally bullshit. Like mm-hmm. if you saw Empire Records not having seen The Breakfast Club, like I could see how you're like, "Oh, this is kind of quirky and new." But like it's a really bad redo of The Breakfast Club. Mm. I don't no. With like every single, I just don't know what every single high school archetype that's like thrown together in a thing, and like one of them is kind of magical and like wise, but you don't think so. It's, it's so just because I know I'm not, I know I'm not Liv Tyler or Renee Zellweger. Records right now. Why would I not? We're talking about a Liv Tyler movie. You know what? I swear to God. You know what? I'm gonna no. even when I close my eyes. I'm gonna I don't want to fall asleep. A fucking way because I'd miss you, babe. To do Armageddon. And I don't want to miss a thing. Armageddon is close to a horror movie. I bet we could get a Patreon doing awful, awful, awful movies that I know you hate. And we should live stream it. And our fans would love that. (laughs) The Danger Close fans would love that too. We would get a lot of patrons. Bruh. Bruh. (laughs) I would do it for free. (laughs) Because that's my fetish. Liam doesn't like this. Uh, <laughs> but every like fourth movie I have to throw one in that I do like no yeah no that sounds fair is that fair no that's fair like so three that I hate and no, then yeah. one that I like you can't have BDSM without you liking it a little right that's just the way it works yeah alright I'm gonna get through Armageddon I've got to come to <laughs> we're gonna watch Sandler's List if I can watch Armageddon four times oh god here we go so this movie came about <laughs> Brian Bertino, not the figure skater, the film director. The other one. Brian Bertino submits this movie, The Strangers, for a Nickel Fellowship with the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. The Nickels Fellowship is huge. Yeah, big deal. It's a huge uh, screenwriting fellowship. Yep. Like, it's it's legit. Did it win? Uh, No. Good. Here's why. Tell me. It gets to the quarterfinals. And he he's able before it goes past the quarterfinals to the finals, right? He gets a deal or a meeting with Vertigo Entertainment, and Bertino quits his job days before the script is finally sold to Universal Studios. So he's like, "Hey, this is about to get a Nichols. You might want to get on it now." And then he does, and then he sells the shit immediately. Okay. At that point, Mark... Touche. Like, well-marketed. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's very well played. Uh, we're in the quarterfinals. We're positive this is going to win. You better get it now. Way, way to, way to uh, you know, get out of the day job. Absolutely. So, they get this dude, Mark Romanek, who is like... Who's done He's tons. got a neck and it's a little Roman. His most notable... He did, he did nothing but music <laughs> videos. He did one-hour photo. 
Okay, with, okay. with uh, oh, Robin, uh, Robin Williams. Right, he does Never photo. Let Me Go in 2010. I don't even remember that fucking film. No, but he's like notable one. for music videos. Closer for Nine Inch Nails. Hurt for Johnny Cash, right? Mm. Uh, Scream with Michael and Janet Jackson, which I fucking love. Criminal with Fiona Apple. Like he's Shake It Off with Taylor Swift. Uh, Sam Castles from Beyonce's These Lemonade. Wild. Like this dude is all over the place. This dude is like, if you want a music video to fucking kick ass with both feet, this is the guy. So they contact Mark Romanek to direct this movie. He's like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Universal, I just need a $40 million budget. And, and of they course, said no. they says, go fuck yourself. So after speaking with Andrew Rona at Rogue Pictures, he makes a deal. And Bertino's like, I'm going to direct this. I'm going to direct this. Bertino's going to direct Bertino's going to direct his screenplay at Rogue Pictures. So Bertino's now officially asked by Rogue, but I'm sure he sca- he fucking like pushed that shit in. He did the thing. He directs Strangers despite a lack of directorial experience. So this man, regardless of how you feel about him as a filmmaker, is a fucking hustler. Hustler. Dude, he's got some serious game. I write this screenplay. I kind of hate him. I get it to I, the quarterfinals. That's just sheer jealousy on him. But I part. realize what's actually important in Hollywood, which Liam has told me, is the money. Yes. He then hustles it and says, this is a quarterfinal. You want it now, Universal? Universal's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's absolutely go. I'm ready. So now he's getting quartered by Universal. Mark Romanek's going to come in and direct for $40 million. He then spins it to Rogue Pictures and then gets Rogue to do it and film and fund it. And he's directing. This dude's a hustler. Dude. Hustler? Like, this reminds me of like the what if version of <laughs> Boondock Saints. Yeah, bro. Because hmm. like Boondock Saints, the guy who wrote Boondock Saints and then uh, ended up directing it. It would like Boondock Saints was like the hottest script in Hollywood. Oh, everybody wanted it for like ten seconds. But then that went that went straight to his head. I believe it. And I believe he just it. started making all these outlandish demands. Oh God. And the doors quickly started closing in his face. And he didn't realize that the dream was slipping away. You need that he still thought he had it. You need that De Palma juice is what you need. And then, yeah, that, that, that esque. You need that De Palma esque. You need the De Palma esque. Mm, Gotta get some of that esque. That way, when you mm. fail, you fail forward, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Esque on your face. That's what you need. Get the esque right uh, on your face. Just right on the glasses. Right. Oh, and, God. Uh,. And then, like, he just starts borrowing obscene amounts of money from friends and relatives and not paying any of it back. And, like, there is there is a, a documentary about the making of Boondock Saints called Overnight. And the picture on the front of it is this director with a camera to his head. And it says there's more than one way to shoot yourself is the tagline. Wow. Wow. So, this guy... Mm-hmm. Brian, not Boitano. Brian Bertino. Bertino. Brian Bertino. Brian Bertino. Brian Bertino. Is like the other Gwyneth in the sliding doors oh, yeah. of that guy's life. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the meantime... You want to be that Gwyneth. There's a there's a small missing piece so for me. So disappointed in that movie. The small <laughs> missing piece for me. I'm, I'm positive what happens in this moment is, hey, listen, it's been a minute since Lord of the Rings live... Talk to me. Can you cry? Can you in fact cry? Because there's 
Because Liv has two films on her docket for this year of 2008. Okay. One is The Strangers. The other is Betsy Ross in The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. So let's take a moment and let's talk about... What we're drinking? What we're drinking. Oh, God. We got so far down the rabbit hole. I'm sorry, Lauren. This is no, your favorite question. No, that's okay. And then and then I need to talk about why I added this. Yeah, to. that's her favorite oh, question. That's Who right. added yeah. it to the list? So already. let's go. I did okay, so much research so this. I'm going to go first. Early. I'm going to go first. I'm drinking a Corona. Ooh, why? She drinks a Corona. That makes sense. I also have something that Liam brought a while ago mm-hmm. called Flannel Mouth. Why? Because she wears flannel. Nice. And you know what? I feel like both of these encapsulate this movie for me because yeah. it's just like. It's flannel on the beach. Okay. It's That's just funny. okay. It's just okay. Like, yeah, she's drinking a Corona, so mm-hmm. I'm drinking a Corona. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing flannel, so I'm drinking flannel. flannel mouth. Yeah. Because we'll get to that later about why I added this to the list. Juice. So let's go. Okay, so we'll ask that later. Yeah. What's you drinking, later? champ? I've made myself a cocktail. Scout. Uh, Chief with Diane. Kill Devil Hills Ooh. pecan rum. Ooh. Fuck, Did we the have best that? Rum. Yeah, it's the we last. We still of had it. that. Not anymore. Oh, no, that it's was gone. Nice of Chris. It was. Well, he also wanted one. He was like, "Mix me something," and I was like, "Okay, awesome. I'll make you what I'm having." Ooh. Uh, and it's my favorite rum. Uh, Chambord and a splash of orange bitters from Wiggle Whiskey. Shaken over ice and then served neat. Pass that over here. It's real. This delicious. is what you tasted before. That's real good. Oh, I already tasted it. You did. Yep. You said it tasted like cough medicine. Or? Oh, but I like really that. good cough medicine. Like good cough medicine. The best yeah. cough medicine. Uh, and That's I've decided to medicine. dub this the stupid Rorschach. The stupid Rorschach. The stupid Rorschach. Why? Because uh, yeah. the guy in this. Whereas a mask that looks like stupid frowny face oh, Rorschach. Oh, he does. Stupid Rorschach. He kind of does. He does. He looks like stupid Rorschach. All right. Way less interesting. And <laughs> possibly not libertarian, but probably still libertarian. We're not doing this because you're just home. You're just home because we're doing this. Just like that. I don't know. All Rorschach right. Your turn, it. Shaggy. Oh, so um, uh, every Southerner knows in their heart how to make a mint julep. Okay. I love your mint chillips. Thank you so much. That's mm-hmm. that's, that's actually that actually touches me a little bit. Thank you so much. You're um, but I'm gonna touch you um, a little bit. Yeah, stop it. Uh, you, <laughs> don't touch me in the julep. Um, touch your mint juleps. Don't you touch my julep? They're so um, delicious. No. Uh, this Give me is, mint juleps. This is no mint, just sugar water and whiskey. Yeah. And uh, splash of lime because it doesn't taste quite as good as what a mangelo should because this movie is bumpkin horror with no bumpkins this movie is bumpkin horror like oh i'm out in the woods all alone and then the scary rurals show up except we just choose to make them not scary rurals because before in any other any other movie oh they're gonna kill us why i don't know because they're dumb country folk there's no real reason, but the actual reason is they're dumb country folk. If you had that exact same movie and took away the fact that they're dumb country folk, it's this movie. That's exactly what this is. Okay. It's well, and also it's visibly it's it's visibly filmed in the Carolinas. Yeah, like was flat. this South Carolina? Yeah, it's filmed because it looks yeah. like Catawba. In South like, Carolina, it yeah. looks like you filmed it 
outside Heath Hill. So, it's all like, right. It's just a bunch of like spindly ass tall pine trees with like nothing on them until the very top. It's just straight ass trees and flat for fucking miles. Okay, so Carolina. here we go. Here, here it comes. I added this to the list. And why? So it's really interesting because this was not... <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is really shitty because I was like looking through because I was interesting like, and shitty? this had to be this had to be like the first movie I added to the list, and it it's was close. like one of it's the eighty six. It was one of the first movies that I added to the list. The first movie that I added to the list was Mother because I wanted to fuck with Liam. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I, I can't remember what. That's why our friends, Lauren. This, I know, right? This is our fetish. Our fetish is fucking it's with me. So Liam. It's, it's so amazing. fucked up because I went back and I was like, it had to be because when I think of, hold on, I have to, I have to figure out. So, so that the means the movie, mother was eighty five. That means the mother was eighty four, I think. Ooh. Because now I'm trying to remember what the other one was. It's so interesting. No, okay, so mother was eighty four or eighty three. Prince of Darkness, I added before this one too. Prince of Darkness. Um, fuck is that? Probably because my dad recommends it, oh, okay. and and I just wanted to like look smart. Um, <laughs> so and then this was the third one, but this was actually the first one I thought of when it was like well, pick a horror movie. 83, 84. What's so, 85? Because uh, for you guys who 80, haven't, eighty four was Mother, eighty five oh, was, was Prince of Darkness, eighty six was The Stranger. So the for you guys who haven't been following this podcast from the very beginning, jump, uh, jump. Back when we started this project, I was like, hey, guys, let's do a horror movie podcast. And everybody was like, yeah, okay, sure, we'll do that. We were like that? And then, yeah, that's what you guys were like. We were. We were all on board until we had to, like, add shit to the list. Uh, Yeah, and then I was like, so I'll, like, we should all, like, make lists of what we should think. And then we can, like, all compare our lists and everything. And I made a list of, like, fucking actually, like, 80 horror movies. And I'm the least horror fan of the three of us and i was like hey guys i got like 80 movies and they were like oh i didn't guess we have to do yeah i guess we gotta add things to a list and shaggy's like i got my bookie whoop that's my list and i'm like fuck your bookie whoop put Put some shit on the list that's 101 so anyway so this was the okay so the first one i put on the list was mother because i wanted to fuck with liam mother the second I mean, one I put we'll on the We'll roll list, it at some point. At some point we will. And it is you're a gonna horror make movie. Me, you're going to make me watch Jennifer Lawrence. I am. And, and then it's the, s- the one Jennifer Lawrence movie that I like. So I appreciate that. I like, haven't seen that. Okay. So it's the good. second the second movie I added was Prince of Darkness, which is one of my dad. I think my dad yeah. recommended it. So I wanted super to be smart, like, smart. And you wanted to be super smart. Um, and then the third movie I added was The Strangers, which was actually the first movie that like comes to mind. But I didn't want to put Puff it on there at the beginning. I don't know why. It's in your head. I don't know why. I guess I just didn't want to be exposed like that. Because you didn't like believe that. in yourself. Um, and so I added it to the list. It was one of the first movies that I can think of when I think, when I think of scary movies, um, but I have to be honest, like I haven't watched this, like Chris and I went to see this movie in theaters and it scared the bejesus out of me. And then I haven't watched it since. So it came out in 2008. Mm -hmm. And so I just watched it again. Did it hit the same way? It did not hold up. It does not hold up. So here's a couple of things. I don't know if I wanted this to be a horror movie. Okay. 
Because honestly, I was kind of into the plot line. Oh, yeah? Of dude and girl leaving the wedding. You ran After he... Like, I felt like you could make a good two-person movie just about that. You could. And I feel like... I mean, no. No. You could make a very good Zalman King's Red Shoe Diaries out of what I got out of that. No. No. A good writer... Don't you dare insult the writing of Zalman King's Red Shoe Diaries. I'm saying that a good write like that could have been an excellent play. It's very mm-hmm. true. Where a guy and a girl come back from a wedding where at the wedding he proposed to her. She said no. And now they have to go back to the awkward thing. And not just saying no, but like saying no, but wanting their relationship to keep going. Like there's a road trip. You know what I mean? Like, like, I'm not going to marry you, but definitely let's do the fucking road trip. Right. Uh, Well, and not even like the road trip, just the trip home. But also she didn't even she didn't want the relationship to end. She just wasn't ready. Like. Or did you think that she wanted the relationship to end? No, I don't she think she did wanted not the relationship want it to end. But I mean, like, marry me, no, is kind of like I'm in a place that I'm ready, and if you're not, then we're gonna need to something has to happen. We have to in a <laughs> in a healthy relationship. If I communicate to you in a romantic gesture that I'm ready for the next level of our relationship or the next step, I wouldn't say next. See, that's, that's kind of bullshit, though. Because like, Can I finish in, it before no. you call it bullshit? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you so much. Go ahead. So, <laughs> right after... Don't talk to me about healthy relationships. I'm, because I won't. Because no relationships are healthy. I'm not... Okay. Okay, I'm, but there are some that are, though. No, there aren't. There are some that don't hit each other. Don't. There's some that don't, that aren't toxic. Yeah, but when you talk about abusive. a healthy relationship, you're like normalizing. You're like, oh, it, like a healthy relationship. I'm normalizing is communication, an, yes. Is an idealized relationship where it's like, oh, this is a thing. like Where we value communication. That's Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sure. What? <laughs> sure. I can't Go take ahead. anything you have to say about relationships seriously. You just demeaned healthy communication. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So in a normal, healthy relationship, I wouldn't say normal, healthy. Yeah. Normal. Okay, normal. You said that. Okay, you fucking did. You said it. Okay, so all right. I did say it. I did you say did it. You did say that. In a normal, healthy one, which is rare, but in a healthy one, what you'll see is a value of communication where you're talking to your significant other about the things that you want. You're expressing that. You're talking back and forth. And there's compromise. I know you hate that too, but there is compromise. I do hate compromise, I- but also, like, by your... Dev- like. The way you're talking about it, it sounds like a textbook. Like, well, and then you do this, and then you do this. Like, where do you get to tell the other person to go fuck themselves? Never. You never tell the you other person. You absolutely get to do that. <laughs> you absolutely get to tell your significant other to go fuck themselves. And you know what? That needs to be okay. <laughs> N- no. Yes. So, if I tell my wife, <laughs> fuck no. you, that's not okay. I think if that level of communication is allowed in your relationship, then yes. But I think there's a number of bits of communication that have to happen before that. So fuck you isn't the end of the relationship. 
Well, fuck you should never be the end of the relationship. I've told you to go fuck yourself all the time. I understand, but we've had numerous conversations before that until you've slowly eroded my well, boundaries. Well, sure, it's so not like you can first tell me, date, fuck, fuck you. But I'm just saying that, like, you're... Are you having a problem with me being right in the situation? Because I totally no, am. because you're not right I'm in the situation. I'm absolutely right in the situation. You're trying to normalize a certain style of communication and sanitizing relationships. Fuck you is a state of communication that is absolutely allowable, but you have to have a number of conversations before that, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so now you're just petulant because I'm right. No, I'm not being petulant. I'm just talking to you the way you're talking to me. I'm not talking to you this way. You are. You're absolutely oh, mocking me at this no. point. I'm not mocking you. You're one hundred percent mocking me. I'm not. Okay. So you're copying me, you fucking dick. Live Tyler and Scott's in a healthy relationship. You have communication. Basically, what happens in this moment is he communicates, I want to be in a marriage. That's what I want. And she says, I'm not ready for that step. He's so fucking ready that he's completely lost and doesn't know what to do with the relationship. So he kind of wants to call it off. She's because like, he made assumptions. I was going to say, it was a little fucked up that like he had that whole house like ready for her to say yes. Well, no, it's so, only fucked up if she said no, thank you. Well, no, well, so here's the she thing. Did. <laughs> so yes, it was fucked up. My you should have taken her to a secondary location. So, <laughs> like so John Mulaney this says. Is, this might be, I don't, what, what do the kids call it now? Spilling tea? Yeah, spilling tea. Spilling tea. Is, is that when you tell tales out of school? Is that what they call it now? Spilling tea? Tell tales out tell of school. Tales? You've never heard that? Tell tales no, out of school. No, I mean, I think spilling tea is just like letting something known that is not necessarily desired to be known. Well, no, but like my parents met through sexual harassment. Woof. What? All right, let's hear about it. No, like, like they, they my each other? No, my, was it your my, mom? I believe your mom harassed your dad into no, it. No, my, my, my dad was like a supervisor or manager at a place that my mom worked and she had been warned about him as yeah. having like a girl at every store. He was like an area supervisor and like she was walking past him in the break room and he pulled her onto his lap. All right. And they got married. And she said, I think I'm going to need to ride home. Could you help me with that? Beat him at his own game. When my dad proposed to my mom, they were driving in the car. And he said, like the first time that he asked her to marry him, she said no, because she didn't ask. He didn't ask her to marry him right. <laughs> they were driving in the car and he was like, you know, I uh I think we should get married. To which she said, Are you asking me or telling me? Hmm. Hmm. And so she said no. Yeah. I don't blame her. Right. That's but I mean like now I'm gonna blame him in this situation. Okay. Him being Scott Speedman. Scott Speedman, not my dad. Here we go. Uh, that like, I mean, so first of all, this is why marriage and engagements and all of the accoutrement that go with it are bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Like, if you're like, oh, I really want to propose to her on the kiss cam at the jumbotron at the right. hockey game. Gross. Mm-hmm. Like. I want it to be a moment like mm, you better be fucking sure. Right. And you guys have 
had best right. have talked about yes. it prior. Yes. Like, otherwise, you're making an awful lot of assumptions. Right. About, like, just, well, we've never, like, I, you know what? We've been going really well for these past two weeks. Right. Why don't we get married? There's a part of me that hates every single proposal that happens at weddings. I hate it. I hate it. Every single proposal that happens at weddings. Proposals happen happen at weddings. Yeah. I'll go you one better. fucked up. Yeah, it is. You should not propose at a wedding. It's the worst. I'll go you one better. I'll go you one better? Yeah. Let's hear it. I thought it it was a do you one better. I hate weddings. You hate weddings? weddings. I hate weddings now. Like, I'm not happy for anybody anymore. Oh, I love weddings. Nope. Objective timeout. Done. Objectively. Done. 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 Okay. Liv Tyler. Right? She gets to be... Why the long face? She gets to be Betty Ross. Right? She gets to be all these people. She made the flag? Yeah, what? Betty Ross. Not Betsy Ross. Where's Betty Ross? No, you said Betty Ross. Did I say Betty Ross? I thought she said Betsy. I said Betsy. You said Betty Ross. You said Betty Ross both the times. I was just fucking with you. I thought I said Betsy Ross. Okay, fine. I was fucking with you. So, Scott Speedman, Liv Tyler get together to do this movie. They've arguably had a bad time of it. The first 30 minutes, no, 20 minutes. The first 20 minutes of this hour and a half movie. Are you're enraptured? You're just like, you know, oh, it's 24 minutes when she rings the doorbell. Bing bong. You know, um, I gotta be honest. I did not remember this movie being so dramatic. Very dramatic. So dramatic. First 20 minutes, you're like, oh my that. god, and it feels forever I until really something happens. I really didn't want this to be a horror movie for the first 24 minutes. Because you're really? enraptured. Bing bong. Is Tamara there? I was like, so I don't know if I was. I sure. We can say I was I was into it, but like I was interested in whatever movie was going to happen if this wasn't going to be a horror movie. Okay. Like Okay. I was I was I was uh not indecisive. There's another word. I was like sort of like uh, I was hesitant. Ambiguous. Okay. I was hesitant. Homophobic. But I was... I love the gays. Uh, I was I was hesitant. Okay. In that, like, I didn't necessarily love what was happening, but I was really interested to see if stupid Rorschach didn't come in. What, like, how that whole story would have resolved itself. Okay. Okay. I would have loved to see what would have happened if it didn't resolve itself with holding hands while getting stabbed in the stomach. It seems like with her wearing the wedding ring. With her wearing the engagement ring. It's but which by the way, that was that was I hated okay, I wrote down in my in my initial notes, I wrote down why, Scott, why? Why are we marrying Liv Tyler's character? No, like, it was super heavy-handed at times. Her, what about her? And it took me till halfway through the movie to figure out why you marry Liv Tyler's character, because I'm just like, there's nothing about Liv Tyler that is. <coughs> she wife. has really? a nice back. There's nothing well, about no, Liv Tyler's character think, that's wife material. No, I don't know if it's wife material, but it's You're right. It's, me neither. That's wow. the problem. No, 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 no. Wow. Hold on. Nothing I have about to say, Liv Tyler's wife material. Wow. I'm no, just gonna dial this back and say that marriage is stupid. 
Like, because no, if but, now we're talking about wife material wife versus material. non-wife material, well, yeah, like, I'm what not is gonna, that about? I'm not going to go with wife Support material, is what that but I is. think that, no, I think that, like, I feel that, like, for from his perspective, she was just intoxicating and she was just very exciting and he wanted yeah. to be with her. I want that nice shiny thing. Right. And the reason why divorce is so high. You got to think about that shit. You don't get the shiny thing, Mr. Raccoon. Okay. You don't All grab right. onto that. You just wait because you wait, you, you hold out, you wait for someone that's going to be there for you. Who is like the, like, what's your bottom bitch, bro? Like, who's the one that's down for you? Ride or die. Let's go. Who is it? It's not this just, character. I think his, I think his perspective was just like, she, he, she was fun and he was having fun with her and he wanted to spend the rest of his life with her. But oh my God, how those, am I the weird one? That fun how am I the weird one right now? Because of all those reasons, she was not interested in, in... This was a Committing. nice, this was a very fun thing, but the fun wears off. The Why are you the weird out. one? What are you thinking? Like, how am I the weird one that thinks that marriage is stupid when, like, this is the conversation that we've been having about, like, why he wants to marry her? There's a bad choice. he's enjoying himself. Like, he's it's enjoying ba- himself. Yeah, it's a bad but you're choice. saying it's a bad choice yeah. because of her. Yes, she's a bad Lauren, choice. you're saying it's a bad choice because of him and am his expectations. I? Maybe, yeah. I no, guess man. So. She's a bad choice. Until halfway so through the movie. She, so she doesn't the movie. deserve marriage? Mm, she doesn't deserve She's marriage not ready with for this marriage. guy. This yeah. guy's not the one. Okay. This guy's not the one. Until halfway through the movie, I changed my mind. It's when she picks up all the shells and puts them in his pocket. Hmm. That's what's like, all right, there you go. So that he That's can shoot his best right friend in the fridge. That's a wife right there. No, not so he can like here take this bullet, kill your yeah, friend. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that's this. That's not her Shaggy. intention. You're what like are you you're about? like wife material. What the fuck yeah. is that? Yeah, that's really fucked up, man. <laughs> that's not fucked up. It's totally fucked up. That's not it's, fucked up. It's fucked up. <clears throat> okay, there's also such a thing as husband material. Does that make it better? Yeah, is he husband material? Is he husband material? Is he? I don't he? understand. Is this dude husband material? Yeah. This. I don't know the answer to that. He's not thinking a lot of shit through. He's obviously shooting people before he sees their fucking faces. He's not husband material. Okay, juice. Like, okay, I'm I don't just think, saying, like I'm saying the, they should probably not be whole, together. I don't know. Oh I don't my view god. It. The I, the whole idea that somebody <laughs> when mean? you're in your twenties mm-hmm. is going to be this your They're not in their twenties, for the record. Okay. Sure. Yeah, Liv uh, Tyler born nineteen seventy seven. This came out in two thousand eight. She's in her twenties. No, they're in their thirties. They're in their thirties. They're. I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know, like what the movie says. All I'm saying, like, like, why are you no, so hung they, up on this? All I'm saying You're is like that really it's, hung up on this. It's stupid. Okay, no, we got that from the first like thirty minutes of this. Podcast. Yeah, I know. All I'm saying is that, like, <laughs> the the the. The whole idea that somebody that you meet. In your twenties, and is a, a shiny thing, right? Could be a keeper. He's Liv still Tyler was going, thirty-one. Is still going to be the one person for you when you're eighty. Scott Speedman was thirty-three. Just yeah, throwing the 30s. It out there. So right. early thirties, sure, 30s. fine, sure. fine, fine. Uh, the difference between your twenties and your thirties when you're eighty is negligible. How do you know? <laughs> because I'm already in my 30s, and the person 
like that I am in my 20s is already just like, oh, well, that was different. Yeah, but I mean, like, you, you don't know from the 80s perspective. You can't no. say that fairly. I mean, like, you gotta. You're right. I'm full of shit. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm not here to call you out. I'm, I'm just, stupid. I'm just here to say, like, it's you are. You are here to call me out. A little bit. Yeah. No. Okay. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> I'm here to call you out a little bit when you say things like, when you're 150, things are different. How would you know? <laughs> I mean, obviously well, they are. You know what? Let's different. keep doing this podcast when we're in our 80s. Oh, that sounds we'll be fun. Able to, That'll right? be fun. And I'm going to reference this episode <laughs> about how marriage is dumb. About how marriage is dumb. Okay. And how I was right. 80. Okay. About being in my 80s. That's in fine. 50 years. That's fine. In 50 Whenever years. Whenever I'm right, you can just copy me and mock me. I can't wait. I can't wait that to be 80 good. with you all. That sounds fun. I'm not going to make it to 80. Yeah, no, Liam's not going to make it to 80. No. Liam's going to make it to late 60. 60 at the most. No, late 60. I promise Tina 60. No, you'll get to 60, and then it'll be bad health to like late 60. I don't even want that. I know you don't, but it's, I mean, Whatever. Yeah. Everything is stupid. Right. we'll be podcasting with an empty chair. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be an empty chair that you're just going to yell at a lot. I'm going to yell at you, man. Empty tables. Not the chair. Come on. It's gonna be like a fucking like the chair. recliner with a plaque on it. I'm not gonna just do says, like the fucking Clint Eastwood Oscars for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's man, gonna be you're weird. just gonna be like, God damn it, Liam. God damn it, Liam. God damn it, Liam. God damn it, Liam. So anyway, uh, thing number two that I liked. Oh my god, was stupid Rorschach showing up in the background. It was so good. That was good. You know what? I have to say, like, I... um, Like, she was... Like, she's do. I don't even remember what she was doing, but she was, like, in the foreground, and then, like, yeah, all of a sudden, I mean, he's, like, back in the doorway. That's an iconic there wasn't, moment. Yeah, there's no sound. There's no sound. There's no nothing. That's an no iconic nothing. moment of the movie. And I have to say, like, that sort of vibe is what has resonated with me for the movie, from the movie, and is what has just stayed with me. Um, and I think a lot of this movie is better in retrospect. Like if you remember, like remembering the movie, um, is a lot better than actually watching the movie. Is it greater? Was I eight? Um, happens, but I kind of, I mean, it's one of those things where there are so many parts of this movie. Was it great teen or was I 18? (laughs) Kind of. There are so (laughs) many, there are so many elements. I mean, was it 28 or was I was I like 20. I was 23. I was 23. Um, but like there good. are so many moments of this movie that I think just live better in my mind. We call that jokering. I think I jokered this movie. You jokered this movie. You thought it was way better than it actually was. Oh, in man, this movie really got me when I watched it. We watched it in theaters. No, Chris there's, and I a, saw it in there's theaters. a difference. This isn't quite jokering. This is if you'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And you watched it and you were like, oh, this was amazing because of like all this stuff that I added in my brain. I think that's but it. But you're yeah. actually watching something earlier and then coming back to it and being like oh that wasn't as good yeah so when you realize you joker it you've unjokered it no not necessarily because again well you're a different person now than and you, there are a lot of like i don't remember this movie being as dramatic as it was like i don't it's remember it's really dramatic i don't remember like for example i remember the words on the screen at the beginning but I don't remember somebody reading them to me. Yeah, that was that a lot. That was weird. 
Um, that was a lot. I don't remember. On this episode like, of Unsolved Mysteries. And it's so funny because like that one element of the Rorschach guy being in the background, like that is so good. But yet there are still so many elements to this movie where there are stingers and like so, really heavy handed on yeah. the sound. And I don't I did not remember that. So I feel like the problem with a lot of the movie is that like so you have like the guy in the background mm-hmm. and then like he's not there anymore. Right. Right. Um, but then it's like, oh, and now she's on the swing, but then she's not there anymore. And then she's in the, she's standing by the tree, but then she's not there anymore. And it's like, dude, you really need to get a separate thing. So now how did you feel, how did you feel about, so like comparing this to the exorcism of Emily Rose? Okay. So this, I was going to ask this question. I'm so glad you're going to ask this yeah, fucking question. So this has said inspired by true events, which it was in theory. It was inspired partially by the Manson murders and partially by Kitty Cabin. Um, huh? Kitty Cabin. The, also the Kitty Cabin. If that's what you're going to say, I'm sorry. Something similar. Like, is this the Ber- Bertino? Like, he had... Um, he had some break-ins around his house when he was a kid. Well, yeah, that and like also there was a a, a very similar so, thing where they tied them to chairs in a place called Kitty Cabin. Oh, okay. It happened in like 1981 that these people broke into a cabin in the middle of the woods out of nowhere. No one knows who they were, but they all broke in, tied people to chairs, tortured them to death, yeah. and then left, and no one was ever caught. So did this bot? Did that bother you? Because it's the difference. No, because between- it's stunk of bullshit from the beginning. Well, but so, also I feel like inspired by true events. Inspired by true events is different from based on a true story. Number I agree. one. And then number two. So. Uh, the trial of the Chicago seven. Okay. Is a courtroom drama based on a true story. Uh-huh. Judgment at Nuremberg. Uh-huh. Is a courtroom drama based on a true story. Uh The trial of Emily Rose is a courtroom drama that that courtroom and those people were completely fabricated. But but they make it seem like it's based on a true story. But they say based on a true story and do that specifically... To scare you into believing in God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no reason to be afraid for a second of the exorcism of Emily Rose if God doesn't exist. Right. If you don't believe in God, that's not a horror movie anymore. Right. If that movie makes you believe in God, you're dumb. And it's also now a horror movie. Right. So, this movie... All this movie asks you to believe is that there are bad people. Right. Inspired, I'll buy that. Yeah. Inspired like, by true there have been like, There have been, there have been random yeah. acts of violence. For sure. Yeah. I, I agree. Calling, That's where I'm coming so, from, too. But I wanted to hear your perspective. So I think that in this instance, inspired by true events is... An act of sensationalism. Okay. It's not actually like when you say inspired by true events, like 
Oh, uh, where did you get the idea? Well, I was reading a lot about the Manson murders and, um, then like, like a lot about the Manson murders. And then I just like started thinking like, maybe I should write a screenplay (laughs) and it just sort of influenced me. It influenced, I, I was inspired by Charlie Manson to write this screen. I know that sounds wrong. Uh, I was, so I was, I was writing a screenplay about murders and I just, huh. Um, it's inspired by the Manson murders and some other stuff that happened around my house when I grew right, up. Right. Um, is, is sort of like where my, that's where my creative process came from. I think like when I when I I was talking to my therapist and I was really digging deep <laughs> like you know what I mean like yeah. that's inspired by a true story right it's not based on it's not based on it because if you say it's based on a true story I need that police report to right. be real and then you extrapolate it out from there which they could right. have done there like, was a kitty cabin massacre in like 1981 right but like but when you say that it's that, like you know you know there is um so this was uh, uh, something that that I just saw on Facebook that was a, a, a blurb about a reporter who was reporting on the cube in Chile in 1973. And then like after the coup happened, which was backed by the CIA... Uh, this reporter and another reporter as well were like abducted and uh, murdered by the government of Chile with the backing of the CIA. Mm-hmm. And the, like at the end of this blurb, it was like these events were dramatized were dramatized in uh, the 1982 film Missing. So then I went and I looked at the trailer for the 1982 film Missing, which has a friend of the podcast, Sissy Spacek, (laughs) and uh, also Jack Lemmon. And, you know, the the trailer was like, this was inspired by true events. The names have been changed to protect the people involved as well as the filmmakers. So, like, all of the names were fabricated, but it was based on a true story. But it was about a thing that actually happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas like this, if they were like, hey, these were people who actually were killed in this way. We found like a couple of Mormon kids stumbled across their house and the door was kicked in. And this was the police report. Uh, we have the police report for it. And then we just extrapolate it out from there. Yeah. That's based on a true story. Right. You know what I mean? Inspired by a true story. Like, if somebody says inspired by a true story, it's bullshit (laughs) from a mile away. Right. Like, has no basis whatsoever in reality of any kind. It This movie could be inspired by the moon landing. Yeah. And still be based on, like, like inspired by a true story. I, I feel like that's kind of... The MO, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that by them saying inspired by true events, it's like, okay, like, it's kind of creepy, but I don't really hold much stock into it. Yeah. You know, so I don't feel like they're necessarily 
manipulating. Well, they're manipulating the marketing. Uh, you know what I mean? They're not necessarily manipulating the audience. Okay. Once the audience is already in the seat. Right. The The idea behind Inspired by True Events is to draw more people into the theater. Okay. But once they're in the theater, this shit is going to be scary or not on its own merits. Which is right. The budget was $9 million. It grossed 82.4. That's great. I mean, like I said, Chris and I saw this in theaters, so... $9 million. What the fuck did they spend money on? Liv Tyler. Yeah, it's, it's all the people. A lot of Liv I mean, Tyler. Scott, and Scott Speedman, too, at A that point. A lot of Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler at her height. Live well, not even at her height, but Liv Tyler after Lord of the Rings. Well, and Scott Speedman was pretty good too. Like he was. What in the fuck have I ever seen Scott Speedman in? I mean, he was in Felicity. See, <laughs> well, I will just sit in the corner now. He was in Animal Kingdom, so there's that. Also, what the fuck? Who was this guy in this movie with Liv Tyler? Triple X Two, State of the Union, Scott Speedman. Oh Jesus, Glenn you know, Howerton. Are the, we going to talk about Glenn Howerton? Lichen hybrid. Look, we're going to see him eventually in the Underworld films because he's a lichen vampire hybrid. Michael Corvin in the Gothic horror action Underworld. The first one. Yeah, all the films. The, but he was in the first one. Yes, I saw that movie in like. Not hungover, but still drunk the next morning. Right, the guy with the long hair that's like, you'll be a werewolf, but you'll also be a vampire. That's Scott Speedman. Oh, interesting. Okay, I've so I have seen most him most of something. my life, most of the time, like, I don't know. I guess my metabolism's super slow. But most of the time, I am not hungover, but I am still drunk. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. That's like my MO. Good times. That was me in college, like, a lot. I'm yeah. still trying to look up what Liv Tyler got paid for this fucking movie. Right? Liv Tyler! Uh, like, eight million out of Tyler. the nine? Uh, right. Liv Tyler. Uh, and she's just not good. She's never good. The strange. She's never good. She's literally famous for being a rock star's bastard child. But, yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, right. was that harsh? It's harsh, but it's right. So go ahead, go ahead, Liv uh, uh, Peterson or whatever the fuck your mother's name was. Like Rundgren. nobody gives a shit. Rungren, she Rungren, Liv Rungren. Go ahead and audition anywhere, not being Steven Tyler's kid, any fucking where. I'd see you in like a fucking Geico I mean- commercial, maybe. Her net worth is currently fifty million. Yeah. yeah, she's doing great. She's doing great for the child of a rock star, knocking the knocking it out of the park. Fuck Liv Tyler. So yeah, I think that. Okay, so are we ready to move into last call? I I guess. So I think for me, I I'm trying to remember. I think I've only seen this movie once before now. Oh, I've uh, never seen this before. And Lord it's of the Rings, really um, she made twenty million. And it's really interesting because I this movie million. stuck with me. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. This movie stuck with me big time, um, and it did not hold up. So I saw this in theaters. So this would have been like 2008. So that's what 13 years ago. Um, and this movie really 
really resonated with me and really stuck with me and it really freaked me out um and it did not hold up Mm -hmm. for for when i watched it most recently Mm -hmm. um for a few reasons but i will say the the one line and it didn't get me as much this time and i i don't know if it's because i'm fucking jaded or if it's because i just wasn't hearing it for the first time again but the one line that really got me when we saw it in theaters was, why Why are you doing this to us? Because you were home. Because you were home. I remember vividly watching that in theaters and my stomach just dropping like, because that just is fucking terrifying to me. Like because the whole think- concept of like. Just you were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, it's not even that. It's the idea that uh, even staying at home isn't safe. Like yeah. it's the it's the idea of there being an absence of something you could do to yeah. prevent it. Yeah. Because at first I was just like, oh, Scott Pete Speedman did that shit. Like right. it's Scott Speedman's fault. Like Scott Speedman is like. At first, I'm like, oh, but the fact of the matter is, lady. it's nobody's fault. Because he goes to buy cigarettes, and then uh, she comes back, and the bad shit happens. I'm like, oh, Scott Speedman did that shit, and then he comes back, and then oh no, they're gonna get us. Scott Speedman did that shit. Like I fully intended mm-hmm. this to be. That's not a bad reading like, of this movie. The, like 100. percent Like my jokery brain was just like, Scott Speedman did this shit. Set it this is shit so up. legitimate that it's not even jokering. Like, like that is an alternate version of this movie with different editing. He absolutely kills this bitch this is exactly what's about to happen like oh we were gonna get married oh so sorry i just went out for cigarettes for cigarettes and like that's what for you right for her she wanted to smoke a smoking kill so i mean that's one of my last calls is that like you know it just didn't hold up for me but also like man the very very end it was just like so we talked about it Are a couple a weeks ago now. Sometimes. Well, no, I mean, that was fine with me. That was fine with me. Was it the jump scare that goes against the entire fucking film? It was the jump scare at the very film? end. But it goes against the whole I, fucking film. Against the whole film. But, like, also, like, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago with Seven when Ali was like, this was the first movie that I saw that, like, didn't end well. And it was like, I... And I remembered this movie. Like, I forgot about that last jump scare when I remembered this movie. Because I remember this movie as both of them dying. And this was the movie that, like, they didn't make it out. You know what I mean? There is a deleted scene. And I don't know if if it's in this one or not. Where, like, uh, Man in the Mask. Which is kind of bullshit, by the way. That, like, Dollface gets Dollface. And Pinup Girl gets... Pinup girl, and then man in the mask is just man in the mask. <laughs> He's stupid Rorschach. Stupid. Okay, stupid fine. Rorschach. Right. So doll face, pinup girl, stupid Rorschach. Great. Let's go. That's fine. So stupid Rorschach. The deleted scene is he comes back and he's like, "Hey, I noticed you're still alive and tried to crawl to this phone that my guy had." Like uh, the implication, Glenn Howerton. Mm-hmm. Sorry for those who don't know Glenn Howerton. He's from It's Always Sunny, and I always refer to him Please as Mike. The implication, because there's this one terrible scene because they're all terrible people. It, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the implication. Google the implication. No, they can't refuse because of the implication. Glenn Howerton shows up and has a phone which is not disabled. And they right. never take advantage of that. Oh, good point. He had a phone that was not disabled. They didn't check his right. pockets. They didn't check shit. They shoot him. They're like, oh my God, Mike. And then they keep going. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, 
there's a deleted scene where finally Liv Tyler's like, <gasps> and then crawls to Mike and searches his pockets for the phone. Oh. And then Man in the Mask comes back and says, ah, 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 and then stabs her a couple more times and takes the phone. Right? She like, should have just died. I mean, like. She should have just died because the intro said. They that died. There's no, there's, they died. So yeah. unless there's another scene where she screams and then dies and then, but that's not what we're led to believe. Yeah. We have to be shown. I've learned this from fucking being friends with Liam. You have to show me the fuck is going on or else yeah. it didn't fucking so happen. So the jump scare did not do it for me this time around. I don't think it did Liam. the first time. I think, I think the matter, I think the thing was like, I just, I had my impression of what this movie was. Right. And I needed it to just be that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the jump scare was not part of it. Absolutely. Like, I needed them to die. <laughs> yeah. It's why I can't go watch, back and watch Supergirl with Peter O'Toole. It's so shitty. because, But but at the same time, it's like... My mind is a great movie. <laughs> Supergirl's a fantastic movie in my mind. I will not go back and watch it. But, like, that, I thought that that was such an interesting choice, like, in my mind when I remembered them both dying. Yes. And her holding not. hands. Yeah. It's just the best. I mean, like, they should have taken photos. Because they played That's their the, engagement shoot. <laughs> but they played the whole movie. Like, these these were the... <laughs> these were the heroes. These were the, you know... And then they didn't make it. And I thought that that was such an interesting choice. And they needed to go with I that. I would pay such good money to, like, see a photograph of, like, Man in the Mask, like, with a, holding the knife that's in Scott Speedman's stomach while they're crying, and they're, like, literally holding up a picture that says, Just Engaged. That just sounds like the best fucking... I'm just saying... So, anyway, that's my last call. Can we recreate that and sell it on the Patreon? No. No? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, you can't get Liv Tyler's likeness. She'll I- sue you. I bet if we ask Liv to come down here, she'll no. do it. No, she won't. I, I can work on. I can work on being a. Horse if you could face. formally retract all that bullshit, she'll come down here. No, she won't. Because you won't. Do- <laughs> I'll work We're talking on it. in hypotheticals again, Shaggy. Fair enough. Okay, Liv you, Tyler walks into a bar. You got so two point five for you. Is that right? No, I didn't review. We're oh, on last sorry. call. We're on last call. I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> where am I right now? So. My last call. Uh, my last call has to be that um, they. So it's it's kind of weird. Like they go off to do other things, and they say at the end, "In the next part, it'll be better." Right. This is loosely inspired by the Manson murders, um, which I just found out about. It's not like so. First of all, I knew I knew that Manson murders happened. They killed Sharon Tate. That's why the sitcom Soap was so mm-hmm. controversial. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, I just found out about them, and apparently, like, Charles Manson and, 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 like, tricked a whole bunch of people to kill people in their own fucking homes. That's why it was so scary. It's, like, 1970s era violence happening in the home, right, in mm-hmm. rural South Carolina. My, my issue with this, you know what, I'm getting too far into review. I'm getting way too far into review. So... I don't know. My last call is, who the fuck digs a ditch in South Carolina that isn't by a road? What the fuck is wrong with <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, my leg. You? What the fuck did you trip on, bitch? There's nothing fucking here. Who dug this ditch? Obviously, it was a fucking ditch. But what the fuck? There are, there's no topography in the Piedmont. There's no reason for a ditch if it's not by a fucking road. <laughs> what the fuck? Who the fuck built that fucking there's ditch no there? Topography. 
in the Piedmont. There, there isn't. isn't. There's no, like, <laughs> they, they any hill is man-made. Any ditch is man-made. Everything in the Piedmont is fucking flat. In the fifth grade in North Carolina, they teach you that there's three areas of North Carolina. There's the mountains, the Piedmont, and the coast. They lie. It's the mountains and the coast, and then the coast with grass. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's, it's the, the Piedmont. It's it's the the mountains, the coast, the Piedmont, and the one ditch that Liv Tyler trips in. That's it. There are ditches in North Carolina, but they're by the fucking highway because we don't have gutters. We we like we're very lucky that most of us have indoor plumbing. Like what in the shit? A ditch in the backyard? You stupid sons of bitches! Who built this house? Here's in between the house and the barn. What the fuck? <laughs> they just needed something to trip over, Shaggy. That's no. Maybe it's... the strangers dug the ditch. The strangers <laughs> dug the ditch. Well, you that's know what? exactly what happened. That's I'm not mad at him for the stabbing. <laughs> I'm so... mad at him for the bad hardscaping job. <laughs> so So my last, last call. call. So you have this couple Mm -hmm. that you've trapped in the house yes and you have entirely freaked out yeah to the point where they have armed themselves and you have managed to trick them into shooting their best friend in the face with a shotgun right why don't you just leave that's not the point because the point is to murder no You've already like no no you you've already tricked somebody else into murdering their best friend. That's not right. the point though. No, I but think no, the point but is like to that's them. a win. Yeah, but I that's wanna, a like I want to put a knife in you. Yeah, but you're gonna go and find somebody else to point a knife in. Why? Because that's what they say they're going to do. Next time. But that's yes. going to take casing a new place. What if nobody's home? What if, what if, what if, what if? They're this going to. Right this no, is they need to kill these people. Tricking somebody into murdering their best friend with no actual hard evidence you were ever there mm-hmm. is better than stabbing them. Really? If you're smart, yes. these people aren't smart. This is their we first time. We have no indication you think it's their first time that these people aren't smart Liam, let me ask you a question do you believe you're smarter than the average person yes do you believe you're smarter than the average murderer yes do you believe these people are you don't know anything about these people right i know nothing about these people so they're probably average because the movie does not tell me anything about these people so if we have nothing to go off of we can imagine that they're the average murderer no, the because person, the average murderer would not do this. Right. However, this, this is, is their first like time, this right? is you advanced murder. But you know that this is their first. Time. No, no, see, we and don't know I that. think I no, we don't know that. But I also think that their their end game is to kill these people. Yeah, but they've already fucking killed them. This dude is going to the chair at South Carolina. Right, but not uh, really. No, no, because, no. He no. shot an intruder in his home with him gun. He ain't well, going fucking nowhere. He shot his best like, friend in the face with a shotgun. He's right, not going but I also to jail. Feel like While he, his friend was on, like, had just called him on the phone. He's not going to jail. 
No, South I feel Carolina. like they could have also corroborated and been like there were intruders in the house and we didn't know it was him. Like, you know. It says hello and lipstick all over the place. It says killer out yeah. here. It says all kinds of crazy shit. Like, it's like obviously. I think I'm just saying, if you game, didn't write murderer on the window. You could have just sent them to jail. Well, those are hypotheticals, right? So in the in in this one though, he's not going to jail, and these people still get to stick a knife in somebody. Fair. Yeah, I think these people as end game was to kill them. Um, all right, are we in review? Are we? Let's do it. Why am I always in charge? Yes, I in charge for You're once. In the middle. I decree I that decree it is review time. As I think it's review time. Lord Shagathor, which you shall all call me. Which is. Now. Uh, actually uh, means hill, hill, hill. Hill, hill, Who's going to go first? I don't want to go first. I'm I'll go sorry. First. I always No, do you're this. fine. Absolutely. You're good. I'll go first. Uh, I always get I always get really protective on the ones that I added. So like I'm mad? I'm yeah, mad at I'm a film? little mad too. I'm a little mad at me? No, at this film. If you're mad at me, I don't no, know how you think it. I love you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to give it, so I want to give it a 3.5. I want to do uh-huh. that. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I want to give it a 3.5 because I had a good time. Uh-huh. I had fun. Um, there, <laughs> I felt myself getting mad yeah. at the ditch and I was like, motherfuck. So I had a problem with that, but that's, that's just me. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. It doesn't have to be in South Carolina. They could dig ditches in stupid states like Arizona or something. Sure. Um, but but I will send you to Arizona to dig ditches. <laughs> there's no reason. We're going to put it in between two buildings because fuck you. <laughs> there's no reason for this ditch. We just want you to walk around. Um, it's fucking stupid. Anyway, um I'm going to give it a 3. I want to give it a 3.5 because okay. how much fun I had, but I'm going to give it a 3. And the reason is is that like it's good, but mm-hmm. honestly, this is a hillbilly horror movie. Okay. Without the hillbilly, if you because hillbilly horror is normal, quote unquote people, usually white people from the suburbs, go out and take a wrong turn somewhere or get lost in something and stay at the wrong place. These people stay at the right place. They stay mm-hmm. at the place they're supposed to stay at, and then the hillbillies come out and murder them anyway. Except they're not hillbillies. Literally, it's just a different flavor of bumpkin horror, and. It's fun in that respect, but what's weird is I feel like I'm the only one that sees it. Like everybody's, oh my god, Stranger's so good. It is. It is good. It's yeah. not good. It, it's well, it's it's a really good representation. It's fine. Of bumpkin heart. It's fine, and that's why I give it a three. It's, it's a fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. I liked a little bit at the beginning. I liked that. I thought it was Scott Speedman and the nope. Just turns out they were random killers for no reason. I liked that line at the end. That was a lot of fun. I liked the engagement murder shoot. I thought that was neat. Um, I really did feel like a fucking engagement shoot. I don't know why. Like I guess the cinematography got to me. They were like holding hands. The holding hands shoot. The holding hands and bleeding. The holding hands while they're tied in barbed wire. Right. And you can see the ring real prominently. Mm-hmm. And then like the other one where they're looking at each other and like I love you. And they're like getting emotional. Like the close up of their two faces. And then the wide shot of the two of them in their groom and, and like bridal outfit and their cute outfits. It's literally an engagement shoot. Is the end of this movie is an engagement shoot, except they're being stabbed. Even the stabbing is slow. It's like let's cherish this, you know. Let's take our time. Like, yeah. like it's what it So for all those reasons, I give it a three point two five. I do stab you. I do stab three point two five. Okay. Three point two five. Three point two five. 
2.5. Whoa. Ooh, wow. Right. Is it Liv Tyler? Is it the Liv Tyler? No, it's not even Liv Tyler. It's it? that uh, this movie would have been better without the killings. Like, if this movie were something that it... Really? Yeah, this movie would have been more interesting to me if it's just two people in a room having to deal with the awkwardness. Okay. Like, he he helps her out of the dress. She takes a bath. He leaves with the bottle of wine. Instead of drinking the champagne, he goes and he gets a fucking tub of ice cream and just starts eating ice cream from the tub. And then she comes out and joins him in eating ice cream from the tub. And then he switches to the wine. Like, there's a lot of little shit in there that's like a lot of back and forth that would have been been interesting to see it play to its logical conclusion whether they get together at the end or whether they go their separate ways at the end okay. however then these fuckers break in these and start fuckers. killing them the fucker trio like didn't need it don't want it fuck this movie Fuck this movie 2.5? Fuck this movie 2.5. Because it started out like a movie that I was interested in watching. That movie but then it probably would have movie. gotten... Yeah, but then it was like, oh, no, but we need to be a horror movie or nobody will watch us. Except, like, the Academy. Hmm. Interesting. The, the, the Nichols. Yeah, like, so... there's... there. It's... it's it was interesting... And then when they tried to make it interesting, it wasn't interesting anymore. They were in the process of making an interesting movie. Interesting. And then they just <laughs> and then they just stopped. Juice. So, okay, I'm gonna give this movie a three point five. Ooh, yeah. Um it, this movie did not hold up the way that I wanted it to. Um, and I think I'm kind of going to leave it at that. I just, I, I wanted it to be better. I think the movie that I remembered in my mind was way better. Mm. It was way more dramatic than I remembered. And it was like, I did not, rem- I, I did not remember that last jump scare either. Um, so I think because of that, I, I, I like the premise. I thought it was well done for the most part but because of all that because it's better in my mind than I than the actual movie I'm going to go ahead with the 3.5 so that's where I am at and shall we roll for the next one? We should yes. roll Another two Ooh, it's my territory again 246 240 Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oop. 249 sorry. 249 249 is oh god I lost it there it is Oh my god. Oh my god. Allie Kern. <gasps> Allie! Let's Allie get you Kern! back! Allie Kern, you're coming back for the one that I put on the list at 249. Hocus Pocus. <gasps> oh! <laughs> yes! Let's fucking go. So, yes, we will be so excited to have Allie back for our next time. Allie and Kern. until then. Until next time, friends. Please. Podcast. Podcast responsibly. Stay Friday. Bye. Frank.
fry, 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 f